This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Turning our attention now to the United States. Mm, and on the last day of 2021, New York State unfortunately recorded the highest one day total of coronavirus cases in the state. Yep. Uh, we're also going to be looking ahead because on January 6th, it'll be the first year anniversary of the U.S. Capitol attack. Uh, um, I just remember those scenes from last year. So that's mm. something we'll chat with Nirmal about in just a bit. Also, we'll be looking at how CEOs of AT&T and Verizon have rejected U.S. requests to delay the planned 5th January introduction of new 5G wireless services over aviation safety concerns. Let's catch up with uh, Straight Times U.S. Bureau Chief Nirmal Ghosh. Good morning, Nirmal. Let's uh, start off with New York City. They recorded 85,000 new coronavirus cases on the last day of 2021. Uh, the ball still dropped. New Year's Eve party <laughs> still happened. Uh, any signs that there's uh, slowing down in the number of cases? And what's being, you know, what has been accelerating this winter's surges uh, progression in that sense? Good morning. And yes, New York is one of several hotspots, along with Washington, D.C. and other eastern states, leading a national surge in cases. Now, what is driving the surge is, of course, the Omicron variant, which, as we know, has this high transmission rate. Less than a month since the first case was detected in in the U.S., or roughly a month since then, and that was December 1, the variant now already accounts for 60% of all new COVID cases. So new case numbers have gone up because it is so transmissible and partly because people gather indoors, had started gathering again when they were vaccinated and in closer proximity in winter, and partly because the rate of testing has gone up because a lot more people need to test. And by the way, there is still a shortage of tests. Now, about 61% of Americans are fully vaccinated, but only 30% have received their boosters. And from all accounts, the majority of COVID patients arriving in hospitals are the unvaccinated. And because of these high case numbers, even a smallish percentage of those numbers arriving in hospitals is backing them up very severely. They are short-staffed. Waiting periods are very long. I was personally at the Howard University Hospital Emergency Room here in D.C. the other day, and the waiting period there was between 6 to 12 hours. And as for slowing, there are some projections that suggest the wave will peak soon and possibly across all 50 states. And data from South Africa gives us some hope that will be the case, possibly in another two weeks, and that will be followed by a steep decline. Now, Nirmal, the investigation and a separate inquiry by a House committee into the January 6th attack on the Capitol is still going on. And the first anniversary of that event is obviously upon us. Where are we in terms of the status of these investigations and what they've revealed so far? Right. So as for the federal investigation, they had, as of two days ago, arrested and charged more than 725 individuals over the storming of the Capitol that day. Federal prosecutors here in D.C. have charged them with various crimes. Of those arrested, 225 have been charged with assaulting or resisting arrest. More than 75 of those were charged with using a deadly or dangerous weapon against police officers. About 10 have been charged with assaulting members of the media or destroying their equipment. And another 75 were charged with entering a restricted area with a deadly weapon. And over 600 have been charged with the basic charge of entering a restricted federal building or its grounds. 
From the Congressional Committee's inquiry and other sources, including media reports, a picture is emerging of how the insurrection was organized, in some cases loosely, in some cases very tightly. Key aides or allies of the former president are resisting submitting documents, and there is an intense legal battle going on. We heard on Sunday from Benny Thompson, a Democratic Party congressman from Mississippi, that the committee is examining whether it can lawfully issue subpoenas to sitting members of Congress, and that would certainly be Republicans. And we heard on Sunday from the chair of the committee, that is Republican Congresswoman Liz Cheney, who is one of the few Republicans in Congress to not fall under the Donald Trump bus, so to speak. She has called Donald Trump unfit for future office. And she said there is first-hand testimony that former President Trump was in the, in the dining room watching the Capitol being attacked on television. And here's the quote. We know that is clearly a supreme dereliction of duty. Now, the key thing to watch for is whether any of this makes Donald Trump criminally culpable. And the anniversary comes at a time when worries are growing, that the nation's fault lines are so deep that there is more political violence or political ideological violence ahead. And in fact, anything that comes out of this inquiry will inevitably deepen those rifts. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. We're on the line this morning with Straits Times U.S. Bureau Chief Nomal Ghosh. Uh, Nomal, bear with me. I've got uh, quite a bit to get through in this question. According to the 2022 U.S. National Defense Authorization Act, signed into law by U.S. President Joe Biden, Taiwan should be invited to participate in the Rim of the Pacific exercise. That's the world's largest naval exercise, and he wants that done this year. So what other nations can we expect to participate in this year's exercise, and why do they see a need to invite chi- uh, Taiwan amid, uh, even amidst these growing tensions uh, that are between the U.S. and China. Uh, what kind of political signal are we looking at here? RIMPAC is very big. This year it will be more than 20 countries and 25,000 personnel, and it will be in Hawaii from late June to early August. The expectation is that Taiwan, if it is invited, will be invited as an observer. This has surfaced because the fiscal 2022 U.S. National Defense Authorization Act includes a resolution called a Sense of Congress resolution recommending that Taiwan be involved in the Rim of the Pacific exercise this year. The administration has not confirmed yet that it will be invited. However, it would not surprise anyone if Taiwan were to be invited because Taiwan is very much in focus now and being seen as a bellwether of the United States' capabilities and commitment in the Asia-Pacific. So an invitation or no invitation would be seen as a signal of sorts. Of course, an invitation will draw a protest uh, from Beijing. It will be seen as a provocation there. But there is some wiggle room if Taiwan is invited just as an observer. Moving on, Nirmal, the planned January 5th introduction of the new 5G wireless service. Apparently, the chief executives of AT&T and Verizon Communications have rejected a request to delay this over aviation safety concerns, but they've offered to temporarily adopt new safeguards. Tell us more about these new safeguards and will they be enough to counter the risk of interference between 5G networks and aircraft equipment? Should people be worried? 
Yes, the latest is the companies have rejected this proposal. Now, the aviation industry and the Federal Aviation Authority had raised concerns, have concerns about potential interference of 5G with sensitive aircraft electronics, radio altimeters and so forth. And that could disrupt flights and it could be a severe disruption and lose airlines a lot of money. And it raises safety issues. The proposal for the delay had been welcomed by airline associations. They were saying that it is better than rushing it and in effect using the traveling public and crews as guinea pigs for two systems, C-band and 5G, that need to coexist. According to this letter from Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg and the head of the FAA, they wanted to work out a near-term solution for advancing the coexistence of 5G deployment in the C-band and safe flight operations. Now, with this rejection of the letter by the companies, they will have to work out very quickly a way to accelerate this coexistence. All right, Nirmal, uh, final question. Uh, let's talk about the heavy snowstorm across large parts of the U.S. and, of course, the rising number of Omicron uh, cases. You've got thousands of flights within the U.S. and internationally were delayed or cancelled over the New Year's Eve uh, weekend. Could you give us an update on the current situation and what's being done to mitigate the effects of this chaos that we're seeing? Yes, more than 2,400 flights had been cancelled as of Sunday afternoon and cancellations were ongoing. Some of these cancellations caused by New Year's Day snowstorms in Chicago and Denver, two very big hubs, and that followed more than 2,700 flights cancelled on Saturday. We are going to see more cancellations here as well in the D.C. area. We are expecting snow in the next 24 hours. Chicago saw very heavy snow, three inches on New Year's Day. D.C. might get the same volume of snow. Now, this has coupled with staff shortages as airline employees get COVID and don't come to work and travelers cancelling plans because they have COVID. There is not much airlines can do to mitigate, especially in the case of the weather, of course. The most they can do in this situation is cope with it, to limit the damage by preemptively cancelling. Sometimes if a plane doesn't have enough passengers to be profitably run or they don't have the staff to do it. Officials at the Transportation Security Administration said that as of Sunday, Roughly 1,778 of their employees had active COVID-19 infections and were staying home. We're both speaking with Nirmal Ghosh, U.S. Bureau Chief at The Straits Times. Thanks so much for joining us, Nirmal, and we look forward to speaking to you again next week. You stay safe and take care. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.